Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. We're so glad that you are here joining us and listening. We are loving being back and sharing with you guys. So today we are chatting with Alyssa Wilkes. She is the proud founder and creator of Mindfully Aware, a company dedicated to health, well-being and mindfulness of young children. Alyssa is a qualified and experienced early childhood teacher, certified in mindfulness and accredited in youth mental first aid, with a clear focus and passion to educate children about their feelings, emotions, self-awareness, self-regulation, resilience, and responsibilities. So today we're going to chat about mindfulness in motherhood. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you so much. I'm so excited (laughs) to be on with you today. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so nice to have you here. And it's so nice to connect because Actually, Alyssa and I went to uni together like we a bazillion did. years ago. <laughs> wow. Um, and it's so funny how things kind of, you know, weave and whatever and now we're connected again having had children ourselves. Yes, and reconnect back together. It's funny how the universe works, doesn't it? But it's amazing. Yeah, it's so nice. Um, so tell us more about you and your journey and, you know, why you've decided to do what you're doing now. Sure. Okay. Well, I began my incredible transition from maiden to motherhood in February of this year uh, with our firstborn and beautiful baby boy, Riley, who was actually born on the magical 22nd of the second. (laughs) Um, And I had an amazing natural water birth. So that's actually flowed into my business now, um, which I'll chat more about. So as you mentioned earlier, it's called Mindfully Aware and it actually began from being a teacher in the classroom full time that I could see that there was this gap in the curriculum that children weren't really getting enough learning around what they're feeling, why they're feeling that way and how they can self-regulate in a positive way. So that's how it all began. Um, And I began to experience that with myself at home, so trial and error on myself. And then I thought, I know that young kids could probably do this, obviously, in a different way, in an adapted way. So I started to bring that more and more into my classroom and into the school that I was working at at the time, which was really awesome. So then that brought me to uh, leaving full-time teaching and to become a specialist in the area um, and I got awesome like uh, opportunities to go out to different schools and even to some high schools presenting speeches to the children and to the staff around well-being and mindfulness and the skills and strategies and teaching them certain hands-on tools that they can use in their everyday life so that they can effectively manage any challenges they may have or even if they're feeling happy, what they can do to continue feeling happy or if they're feeling angry, what signs they might feel and what they can do to bring themselves back to a positive state because I believe we have to feel what we're feeling. We have to go through and grow through that phase and that transition 
rather than bottle it up because I believe that kind of like a Coke bottle, um, and I love using this analogy because you can visually see it, if you bottle up your emotions again and again, it starts to bubble up. And like when you shake a Coke bottle, everyone's done this, right? <laughs> you know, when you shake a Coke bottle, what happens when you take the lid off? It well, explodes, yeah. Yeah, it explodes <laughs> <No> right? <laughs> so think of us like a Coke bottle, even young children having big emotions. If they start to bubble and bubble and bubble and not delve through and fuel them properly, then they'll explode. So rather than us being humans, we're filled mostly of water. If we deal with that in a proper way, an experienced way and practice that consistently, then we'll return to a calm, watery state. So that's a good kind of visual I like to use. Um, and since transitioning into a mother, I, yes, specialise in educating young children, but becoming a new mama myself, I'm now also working on adding tips and tricks through my own trial and error <laughs> um, to add on mindfully aware mamas. So I'm excited for that to continue to delve into that. And I, you can also find out more at my website, which is mindfullyaware.com.au and make sure you're following on our Instagram and Facebook page, which is Mindfully Aware. Yay. So that's the kind of, in a nutshell, <laughs> the story behind it. Um, yeah, and just learning more and more myself about mindfulness and what I can fit into my daily life now with having a newborn. So I know that changes things. But, no, I'm excited to share what I've trial and errors so far to hopefully help the other mamas out there. Yeah, I mean, that's so amazing. And I really liked what you touched on even <laughs> with kids at school and how important it is to feel what you're feeling. Like you are meant to feel mm. what you're feeling, of course, and then regulate from there. And I think that when you do become, I know that for me, when you become a new mother, you're feeling feelings that maybe you've either pushed down or the veil's mm. really thin or the filter's really thin and you're feeling new things that maybe you haven't felt before and so it's kind of like your nervous system is like it's shot a little bit or it can be and so finding these tools and small moments to self-regulate and to be aware are so important like even today okay so I'll just touch on this so when I became a new mum I kind of lost a lot of who I was and I loved being a mum like I absolutely adored it like I loved I think the newborn phase was probably the happiest time of my life however when he kind of got a little bit older I found that I needed a little bit more I needed to find myself again and I was like oh my god like who am I now and even just today like I went and played tennis with some friends I went to school with and like we hung out and had cheese and nibbles and like I hadn't done that in so long. I hadn't done that the whole time that I had been a mum and Ollie's just two and a bit now. So like well over, and not when I was pregnant, so, you know, well over like three years, I hadn't like gone and played tennis. And like these are things that I loved. I feel mm. so good for it. And these are the things that we should do. Mm, absolutely. And I love that you touched on, yeah, resetting the nervous system because you're so right. And you come back feeling like a new woman, don't you? When you go out, even if it's just for 
five, ten minutes, <laughs> you come back feeling like, okay, I've reset. I know, amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well done. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much because, like, I honestly wouldn't normally do it, to be honest. Mm. Like, I wouldn't normally. It just worked out. Ross wasn't working. I didn't have anything extra on. I didn't feel guilty. I was like, is it cool if I just, like, now go have lunch and stuff? And he's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, this has been awesome. Like, I love this. I just feel like myself again. But we forget what that feels like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so, yes. we so do. <laughs> Actually, even today, like, this wasn't for me. This wasn't something that was planned and, like, oh, this is me time. But honestly... <laughs> I had to go out and get something today. And because I'd left it a little bit last minute, which I'm going to say this and he's going to kill me, but it was my husband's fault that it happened. (laughs) But anyway, uh, you can obviously tell that I'm feeling a little bit annoyed about that. But anyway, (laughs) Um, I had to go and get something today. And because it had been left to today, um, the place where I was to get it from, they didn't have it in stock anymore. So it was going to be a 30-minute drive to go to a different location that had the thing that I needed. And I was like, oh, gosh, it's so annoying. Like I'm going to have to take all the kids in the car with me and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, hang on a second. Like, no, mm. I'm going to go on my own and I'm going to put a podcast on and, mm. I'm, you know, I'm going to actually – and I know that – well, for most people, driving in the car alone is not a big thing, but for me, it's actually huge. And I think for, for moms, a lot of moms, it's a, it's a lot. It's <laughs> it, a it feels so to weird too. <laughs> yes, it, it feels, feels weird, too. but it's good. It like it's yeah, quiet. And sometimes it's a bit overwhelming when I first get in the car because I'm like, oh, what do I want? Do I want silence? Because sometimes silence oh, yes. is so friggin' nice in the car. Do I want to listen to a podcast or do I want to sing my freaking heart out? Because I love doing that. I love being in the car. Or 10 Um, minutes of each. (laughs) Yeah, literally I was like, right, on the way there I'm doing this, on the way back I'm doing that. And it was like I actually came back feeling really good and filled up. Um, And I'm not saying that that should be something that should be like a luxury for mums. Like I really don't think that that should be a luxury, but I just want to point out that, you can actually enjoy those moments and come yeah. back feeling good. <laughs> and it is. It is those small pockets of time wherever you can find it sometimes. And that's great. The car is a perfect one. If you're even just driving to the shops five minutes down the road, either put on a song that's not the Wiggles for a change or <laughs> or listen to a snippet of a podcast or even mindfully driving so you're fully present mm-hmm. in driving because sometimes we just – switch to that zombie mode so often and just go through the motions without actually being present of even simple things like looking at the car colors around you or looking at the signs around you or noticing the number plate in front of you like those little things like that it sounds so silly but it's really grounding yourself to like you said fill up your cup because Mm -hmm. by the time you come back you're reset you're ready for the next phase the next challenge the next moment with your children which is so so needed and it's those little consistent moments that will build up over time which absolutely new mummers need all mummers need even every person needs in general because we can't pour from an empty cup and Mm. your children your friends your family people around you need what's the best of you and not what's left of you 
And I really love that saying because it's so true. You can't pour from an empty cup and you need to look after yourself as well as to give to those around you. So I love that. Well done to you both. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that, mindfulness, sorry, mindfulness means to be fully aware, engaged and present in that moment. And becoming mindfully aware in your everyday life will allow you to achieve like your full potential and live with passion and with purpose and give yourself those opportunities to encounter any challenges that may arise or any of those tricky phases or leaps that I've been learning about in the newborn phase (laughs) that may encounter. So yeah, having those skills and strategies, or I like to call it a toolkit of tools ready to use that you can um, be ready to use them when you need to. You know that um, when we're mums, like what I had found was that, you know, I, (sighs) before having kids, I'd really regenerate on my own. So like I'd Mm -hmm. really have plenty. I was a really social person and I was out a lot and I was catching up with people a lot and that was amazing. But I was also someone who spent really quality time with myself. Like I had so much time to have that self-connection, to be super present with myself, with my emotions, with how I was feeling, with what was going on with my life, with where I wanted to grow and develop. I had so much time for that. And when I became a mother, like it's really hard to be present with yourself because you are so like you there's always just so much going on in your mind and that's why Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. a car trip can feel like a freaking luxury because you can just be with yourself and you're like hang on it takes your nervous system a couple of minutes to be like oh no there's not a baby in the back like there's not a child Mm -hmm. in the back I don't need to worry about that um and the amount of time to check if there is yeah I know (laughs) know that's just me (laughs) Like like someone's baby was there today, like a little boy. And every now and again, I was like, oh, like, Ollie, like, is that you? You know, I was like, oh, my God, it's not. (laughs) But we need these little tools and tips Mm. to, like, call on when we're in those moments that we just, we we truthfully, maybe we don't have that time to be away from our children. Um, so what, what can we do? Like, what can we do in those situations? And of course we need that time, but yeah, let's go into your toolkit. I'm very excited. (laughs) Awesome. So I've got mindfully aware mama's top six, a lot more, (laughs) a lot more came to mind, but I'm also mindful of time. Um, and to not try to do it all and not to try to do it all at once. So set yourself little goals to achieve these consistently over time so my newborn Riley is nine weeks tomorrow and I'm myself even just setting little goals each week to get even these first six achieved Um, and I do believe that you can achieve these with boundaries I think are really really important Uh, help calling on the village around you a little shout out to my doula Morgan at Peaceful Postpartum she was awesome to have for the first six weeks and to both mine and Ben's mums, hey mum, <laughs> and hey <laughs> Sandy, thank you, <laughs> um, and my awesome partner Ben. So I think you really need that village around you to achieve these things. So you can, like you said, be with yourself, be with your thoughts, even though you may be thinking about nappies or formula or breastfeeding or what's next on your to-do list, 
having your village to support you to get these six things done and to achieve them consistently. So tip number one, it may sound like the obvious one, (laughs) but breathe. Mm. So I've got a few that I actually used um, during my birth, during labor, and that I've got them in the Mindfully Aware Breathing Technique cards. So my first one, and we can actually do it together, is the five finger breaths. So hold up one hand in front of you with your fingers facing up. And with your other pointer finger, you're just going to trace around each finger. So as you're tracing up your thumb, breathe in. And as you go down the other side, breathe out. I'm doing that five times. Breathe in again. And breathe out. Breathe in. And out. So you're doing that all the way around each finger. And you can then do it on the other hand as well if you need five more breaths. So that's my first one. And I actually did that um, after Riley was born. I had to get a couple of stitches and I laid there doing my five finger breaths so I could focus on what was happening and just mm-hmm. to present, like be present in the moment and yeah calm my nervous system down after the event of birthing a child (laughs) so just to breathe and even when you're holding your baby you're holding your child holding your newborn they can hear your heartbeat so they were inside of you for nine months they heard your heartbeat they heard you talking and breathing and whatever else they can still hear your heartbeat when you're holding them cuddling them or trying to calm them to go to bed doing a five finger breaths or three balloon belly breaths. So that's a big expansion and big breath into the belly and then a release. So I know Mm. this really helps to calm Riley down. So I do this pretty much every night while I'm trying to settle him to go to sleep because Mm. he can hear my heartbeat and he can hear that it's slowing down and it's calming down. And he's co-regulating, you know, like you're calming your nervous system and he's using that to regulate from. And I think, you know, like breathing, like it's like, oh, breathing, breathing. But even my husband says to me, like, I wish someone actually taught me how to breathe at school. Mm. So I think this is like so incredible. And I know that you've been doing this work in schools as well, but it's so important. Like, and nobody really tells you, and it sounds stupid because obviously we know how to breathe, Mm. but a lot of the time, we're, very, we're just kind of breathing these very shallow, of course, so that we can stay alive. But we're not able to, when we, we're, sorry, when we're able to actually think about it and be mindful of it, then we can actually get all of that oxygen in and calm that nervous system. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And that big belly breath is, yeah, I think it's vital to everybody, even if you're trying to fall asleep yourself. I know. Yeah as mums that you're thinking about all these different things but to just stop be present and they do those big belly breaths um I even use those during my labor during contractions <laughs> so any phase of life or anything that you're doing they're definitely worthwhile so that's number one breathe number two uh is to journal so this can be done a few different ways so the first way could be done just as a brain dump just to get whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling onto the page because I feel like that is a certain outlet. So once it's out of your mind, it's onto paper, 
it's done. And you can keep thinking about it. You can keep breathing into it and feeling it, which is great. But what I like to do is to word vomit on a page, basically, um, and is to do big belly breaths and end it with I am affirmations. So what they are are short, simple sentences about yourself because I know as humans we go so quick and we jump so quick to the negative and that's actually how we're hardwired, right, to be in a protective state. So to end with positive I am affirmations could be something like I am brave, I am calm, I am strong, I am mother, I am empowered, anything like that that really resonates to you and ends it in a positive note. And you can even stick these. So I actually stick these as sticky notes on my mirror so I look at them every day. Um, and I even tell young children to do this as well so they, if they can write it. If not, they can stand and look at themselves in the mirror and stand like a superhero um, and say, I am affirmations to themselves. Or if they can't yet speak or write, you model it. So the children are learning how to do it and they're inspired by it, hopefully, to look in the mirror and look at the positives in themselves and look at that they are brave, they are strong, and they can do anything they put their mind to. So I think that's really important to journal as a brain dump or to have a, a particular focus um, journal entry. So focus on maybe what you want to release or maybe to be creative. So that's what I started to use to start to branch out ideas about mindfully aware mamas after becoming a new mum myself. So there's different ways that you can journal. So that's number two. Number three is movement. So whether that be in the sunshine, which is really important, and the sun is just hanging on there for us, <laughs> which is great. Um, that could be anything as simple as walking, walking the sunshine, bringing bubs in the pram for a walk. I try and do that daily now. And even after Riley was born, I would set myself those little goals. So I'd go out once a week. Now I'm up to every second day, I'll try and get out there with Riley and my dog Nixie and go out for a walk in the sunshine. Or it could be stretching or yoga, anything like that, just to get your body moving and to get those endorphins moving around you as well. So that's number three. Number four is to be present. And I know that each one we've kind of touched on this already in certain different ways of how we can do that. And it can be practiced either alone or with bub. So I'll give you a few different ideas behind that. So alone, you could just sit, breathe, listen, observe the sounds around you. Like we're saying before, when you're in the car, observe maybe what you're looking at, the sounds around you, or even if you just sit outside, what sounds can you hear? And the challenge is what's the furthest sound away that you can hear? So anything like that and to breathe. And I like to do a body scan. So when you, each breath that you take in, you're thinking about a certain muscle group or you're breathing into where you might feel 
tense or we might feel tight and just trying to release that and calm that down or even walking and I know this might sound silly <laughs> but being present when you're walking could be that you're just focusing either what you're looking at around you or focusing on feeling your feet on the ground so feeling that pressure of your heel rolling to your toe each step that you take maybe it's walking listening to music or to a podcast like hey mama so it could be anything like that and then being present with bub so i love to lay down with riley when he's doing his tummy time or when he's just laying on his back and just lay with them and you can either talk to them or just lay and look at what they're looking at I love to like track my eyes to see what Riley's looking at it just intrigues me so much yeah (laughs) just to take in I don't know for the first time again I guess as a newborn like what are you looking at what are you thinking why is that interesting (laughs) so Mm -hmm. certain things like that just be present in the moment which is really what mindfulness is in a nutshell and I think that for me I've noticed how much easier it is to do with my children because they actually are very much in the moment all the time you know mm. it's us that we have we are the ones that have to relearn how to do it and I go on a walk um every evening and in the week I go on my own that's my own time and on the weekend on Saturday and Sunday one night I take my eldest son and the second night I take my youngest son and you know last night was the time with my with my youngest son and we were going on this walk and it was like incredible how he was bringing me into the moment like we're just walking and he's like oh I can hear the birds singing a lovely song mummy and it was so no. sweet and I'm like yeah so can I baby and then we were like what else can we hear and what else can we see and it just it was so organic and it was him leading that. And I was I was actually really grateful when I came home as to how present I was because of him. That's yeah. brilliant. And it's amazing too, you're right, that young children, because they are so innocent and are so present all the time, that we often as adults just kind of zombie past and skip past that, thinking about what's for dinner, what do I need to buy, what do I need to do? It's so great to have young children to do that and to really bring us back to And that's, yeah, what I love about teaching young children this and being around young children because they can and they are already doing it. So it's just promoting that more and educating them on what next or setting that next question of, okay, why do you think that happens and bringing that a bit further. So I love that. That's great. And I love that each time you set or spend different times with each of your sons. I love that. Yeah, it's really special. All right, number five. I actually did number five and number six yesterday. So please don't think I'm this unicorn new mum who's just nailing it at life. I did, and I'll bring you to the story. Um, So number five is shower. Bear with me. Shower, but wash off the day, wash off any yuck moment, wash off the phase, cry in the shower is what I did yesterday. Just feel the feels, just let the water run over your body, be present in it and let it completely just wash over. So yesterday, nothing really 
like tricky happened or like bad happened, I just felt a bit yuck. And like we were saying earlier, like I just felt a bit lost in myself um, and just felt, I don't know, really flat yesterday. So shower, wash off the day, cry, feel the feels, just be present with the sensation of that water running over your body. And number six is that kid-free, guilt-free time. And I know, especially as a newborn mama, that to me, this just, I don't know, it just felt like, oh, no, I can't leave my newborn. What do you mean? I can't go and do things for me now, which later on now learning through trial and error is silly because, yes, your baby has been born, but so have you as a mum to learn, to evolve, to grow through challenges, through phases and be in this journey of spiritual, emotional and physical mental, even possibly social change. So it's giving yourself that time to reset that nervous system and refill up your cup. So it's things like going and do something for you. So for me, each Sunday morning, I have about two to three hours for myself. So Ben has Riley and I am a mermaid. I go to the ocean and no matter what the weather is, I'm in that water. So yesterday I went for my ocean swim and then I, on the way home, got a juice for myself. I got a snack and I just sat and ate and drank my juice without being not bothered, but not being interrupted by anybody or anything like my dog. (laughs) And then when I got home, I showered it off and I felt great. Like I felt renewed. I felt reset ready for what was next so it could be as simple as going for a walk going for a swim or if you like to get your eyebrows done or your hair done or those little luxurious things that you might not necessarily do for yourself I think it's definitely important to book in that time to call on that village and support around you to go and do those things to take yourself on a date or to go and catch up with friends, with family, whatever it might be for you that sparks your joy is definitely worthwhile booking in that time and scheduling in that time to say, hey, I need to go and do this. Can you please watch our children, my child, how many kids you might have? Maybe it's just you and your partner. Maybe it's just you feeling a bit yuck, whatever your scenario may be. It's so important to schedule in that time for you to refill up that cup so you can give the best of you to everybody, including yourself. So they're my top six for Mindfully Aware Mamas. I love it. And I so agree. I mean, we need this knowledge, but we also need the push Mm -hmm. Um, just purely because it's sometimes we are the low a low priority on our list yes (laughs) unfortunately we are and it's like you know even today it's just it's just funny to contemplate like my some of my emotions that came up like is this okay with my husband like is this is this like allowed like it was just Mm. you know little flashes of these weird little things coming into my head which shouldn't have been there I should be able to do that and feel guilt-free and feel like 
I deserve that because I feel so much better for it. Yes. And that will only benefit everybody else. And like, it was such a beautiful, beautiful day. It really was. So yeah, we need the knowledge, but we also need that push Mm. to be like, do it, make yourself a priority because you are absolutely worth it. And it's very important. Mm, yeah absolutely yeah it's like you don't need permission but here is your permission right <laughs> yes right. yes so that's my challenge to all the mamas out there is to book in some time for yourself whether it's today whether it's five ten minutes on a time this week book in time for yourself and book in to do one of these six things or if something else works best for you to book in that time you are worth it And you can absolutely ask and call on your village around you to go and do that, to fill up your cup, to reset your nervous system and to be you. (laughs) Yay. Oh, thank you so much, Alyssa. Um, You you did mention before your website, but just remind us again. And, of course, we'll put it in our show notes and tag you on social media. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much for having me on. I very much enjoyed it. So, Our website is www.mindfullyaware.com.au and then our Instagram is, I had to put a full stop in it, it's mind.fullyaware. So check us out and follow along. I'm excited. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon and I'll speak to you soon. Yay. Thanks for listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.